There's no place like home. And if you're like us, you've spent a lot of time at home over the past year. It almost feels like a whirlwind picked us up and flew us to a strange new world. And we've had to adapt to all these new customs when really we want to return to how life used to be. And maybe slowly we're starting to make our way back. Until that day, we can stay at home and tinker with electronics. This Ada box is all about home projects. With the Funhouse Development Board, it's powered with an ESP32 S2 Wi Fi chip that can run CircuitPython or Arduino, so it's easy to make internet connected sensors. And sensors are plentiful in this box, with lots of home automation friendly sensor modules that you can plug right into the Funhouse. Whether it's tracking, the environmental temperature and humidity in your laundry room, or notifying you when someone is detected in the kitchen, to sensing when a window was left open, or logging when your cat leaves through the pet door. This AdaBox is designed to make it way easy to make Wi-Fi connected home automation projects. A huge thank you to DigiKey for going above and beyond to help support Adafruit over the last year. With DigiKey support, this box was made possible. Check out the millions of sensors and devices they have stocked at digikey.com that you can use to automate your home. Adabox 18 Funhouse Welcome to the Adabox 18 unboxing, and thank you for coming with us on this adventure. Since we've all had a lot more time to spend at home this past year, we've probably got a few projects in mind for sprucing the place up. There really is no place like home. So let's dive into some home automation projects with this Adabox. If you're a subscriber, you probably have your box by now and you can join in in the unboxing. If you're not a subscriber, well, you should be sure to subscribe to Adabox 19 coming later this summer. A special thanks to DigiKey for making this Adabox possible. Now, let's go get this Adabox and have a look inside. step inside the world of the funhouse. As we reveal the beautiful slip cover from this Ada box, we can see our friends happily skipping down the yellow brick road. This is the content sheet that contains information about all of the contents, as well as links to the main guide and tutorials, and a 10% off discount coupon that you can use on a future order. 
Let's have a look inside of the tissue paper here and reveal the contents. Now I'm going to set these over here and then we'll take a closer look at what all this great stuff is. What have we got here? Well, first of all, this is the Adafruit Fun House. Diving in the bag we have a plethora of goodies. The first thing I'll mention in this little bag is the acrylic backplate kit. And M3 screws. We have a infrared brake beam sensor. a passive infrared sensor, water sensor, ultrasonic distance sensor, JST three pin breakout cables. Extension jumpers. Magnetic door sensor. Quick wire connects. Yellow brick and plate set. Double stick foam mounting tape. An Adafruit IO Plus subscription card. Next, let's dive a little deeper into what these things are and how they're used. Let's start off by talking about the Adafruit Funhouse. This is a Wi-Fi home automation development board. This amazing board has an ESP32-S2 240MHz Tensilica processor. It's got a Rover module with 4 megabytes of flash and 2 megabytes of PS RAM. 
It sports a delightful 1.54 inch color TFT display that's 240 by 240 pixels in resolution. Its power and data run over a USB-C connector. There are five RGB dot star LEDs on top of the board. There are three buttons. And now let's talk about sensors. There's a DPS 310 barometric pressure and temperature sensor, as well as an AHT 20 humidity and temperature sensor. And we have a front facing light sensor. There's a speaker slash buzzer for tones and beeps. And then we have a lot of ports for connectivity. This is a Stemma QT port for connecting all kinds of I squared C devices. And we have three of these Stemma three pin connectors for NeoPixel strips, speakers, servos, relays, and more. And those can do digital and analog pin duties. There are three capacitive touch pads and one capacitive touch slider that has five elements built right onto it. There's an on-off switch, and this board has native USB support, which makes development in both CircuitPython and Arduino a snap. Now let's take a look at assembly of some of these parts in the Ada box. First of all, let's start with a glorious protective film peeling on the funhouse itself. And we also have these standoffs for mounting on the back side of the funhouse. So what we're going to do is go ahead and poke those through from the other side. You can also grab them with a fingernail or some tweezers and peel them off. I'll use some tweezers to poke them through. And we'll use those for mounting an acrylic plate or other stands to the funhouse. So let's take a look at this acrylic laser cut back plate. Again, we have a little bit of peeling to do. Are we satisfying to get it in one go? And now we can use M3 screws to affix that plate to the back of the funhouse. And this has a variety of holes cut in it, so no matter what the orientation, you'll always be able to reach this little boot select button. And then it has these sort of keyhole shaped slots so that this can be mounted on a screw or a nail that you have in a wall or other surface that you're trying to affix this. Uh, so let's go ahead and take these M3 nylon screws and screw those into the back.
And you can get those started by hand and then finish them with a screwdriver. There we go. And now our fun house is nicely attached to that little plate. One of the other things that we have that you can use to display your fun house is the yellow bricks and plate. So these, you can have fun deciding how you wanna assemble them. I'm gonna place a couple of these bricks at the front and some at the back. And that should give us a nice little display there. Or you can take one of these off the front if you want. Get a little better access to that front place. Something like that. And now we can access everything from the front. We have a number of different cable assemblies to look at next. So you'll notice the JST three pin Stemma connectors on the side, there's three of them. Those can be used with these cable assemblies. And you'll notice these are keyed so they can only go in one way, the correct way. And that gives us access to ground power and either a digital or analog pin. We can plug a couple of those in if we like like so. And then these have sockets on the end that we can use to either connect up some of the different sensors that come with your Ada box. So in this case, this brake beam sensor, one side has just an IR LED, so it just needs power and ground. So we can plug that in and just match up black to black and red to red and you'll leave one data cable unused in that case. And then the other one will connect up black, red, and white so that we also have the data. And now those brake beam sensors, once you've coded this up in circuit Python or Arduino, are ready to go. Now you may also in some cases want to extend the distance of that cable so you can use these extension jumpers to simply plug in and add a nice amount of length to your cable assembly. Some of these sensors just have the bare pins so you can attach those again to the JST extension cable. You may also have some of your own sensors that just have bare wires. And in those cases, you can use these little cable connector joints. In the case of the PIR sensor, this one plugs directly into the top of the fun house so that we get a forward facing or rear facing PIR. This can detect motion when someone comes into a room to trigger something like lights. And in this case, we'll simply match the positive lead to the positive sign on these three ports at the top of the board, and then firmly plug those in, give it a little wiggle.
and it's most difficult the first time it goes in, after that it gets a little bit easier. The magnetic door sensor simply has a magnet on one side. You can notice these little mounting screws have decided to be attracted to that magnet. So that'll go on one side of a door and this other sensor side will go on the door frame so that when you open the door, the magnet leaves the vicinity of the sensor. And again, these just require a ground pin and a sensor. It doesn't matter which side you use. Uh, this is going to act like a switch. All right, let's do a quick recap of what was in this tremendous Ada box. We have, first of all, the Adafruit Funhouse Home Automation Development Board. We also have the acrylic backplate kit for mounting. We have a whole slew of sensors. There's a mini PIR sensor, which is great for motion detection. We have the ultrasonic distance sensor, which is perfect for things like driving your car right up to the wall, but not smashing through when you park in your garage. There's a water sensor, perfect to check for leaks in your basement. And we have this brake beam sensor, which we've used for a mail slot project, so you can tell when the mail has been dropped into your mail slot. You might come up with other uses for that. And then to connect some of these sensors, we have the JST-PH three-pin cable sets. We also have a magnetic door sensor, which contains the sensor and the magnet, as well as some mounting screws for that. And we have extension jumper cables so that you can reach that sensor just a little bit further away. We also have the wire connector kit for connecting other wires to your cables. And we have the yellow brick and plate set that you can use as a little convenient stand if you don't want to mount your funhouse on a wall. We have some double stick foam tape, which is useful for attaching some of the sensors to objects. And we have an Adafruit IO Plus one year subscription card, which gives you extra feeds, capabilities, and more. And so that is our Adabox 18 contents. Thank you so much for coming to the unboxing section of this unboxing evening. And next up, why don't we go back home to the live section. For Adafruit Industries, I'm John Park. There's no place like home.
Well, thank you everyone so much for coming to the unboxing. I'm really excited to see the projects that people are going to be building as they get their Ada boxes, as you, as you get familiar with them and start coding for them. Uh, we have, first of all, I, I want to say again, thank you so much to DigiKey who helped us out with this. And thank you so much to all of our customers who uh, stuck with us through this difficult time. Uh, as, as some people in the chat have mentioned over on Discord, it's really nice that this Ada box didn't come with a mask. How exciting is that? Because we've, we've done the last few with masks. And, uh, and wow, uh, it's, it's really tremendous to be, uh, to be seeing this change. Um, so the first thing I want to do is actually show you uh, a few of these demos. So let me head over to my workbench and, uh, and we'll take a look at a few little demos that we have. Uh, these are some guides that, that uh, you can find in the Learn Guides. Just head on to learn.adafruit.com. And if you got your Adabox, you'll see there's a little link uh, on the back of that little blow-in sheet there that'll tell you how to get there. Uh, so let's see. First of all, I've got, um, this is the PIR sensor. I've actually run an extension to the Funhouse so that we can do the light change PIR. And the way I'm doing that is I actually have a couple of bulbs. This one's green right now, so you can see it's actually being green screened out. Uh, so that one's also green. Um, and what it's going to do is when I get in front of that PIR sensor, uh, it should change to magenta. Actually, let me make sure it's not in pause mode. Hold on one second. Uh, I'm going to come around there so I don't break things. I think I have it paused. Yeah, it's a, it boots up in pause mode. We'll take that out of pause mode. Uh, it'll probably see me. It starts up pretty quick. Let's see if it'll, if it'll catch me as I try to escape around the side. This thing has quite a wide field of view. Oh, there it goes. So you can see uh, it's just turned magenta. And I recognize that it's difficult to do uh, demos with colored NeoPixels and green screening, so sorry for that. Um, but that one, you can see, you could run that little sensor somewhere, or you can plug it right into the front like I showed in the unboxing video. And it works great. Uh, some people have been uh, asking about pushing it in there. It seems like it takes quite a bit of force. It does. You saw me do it there. I started it on the, on the workbench. Uh, so don't be scared. You can also put it in the back side of the, of the board as well. Um, so the little uh, port is covered when you get it by default, but you can, as long as you uh, respect the polarity, you can place that on the back side too if you want to see it and have it pointing out backwards. Um, let's see, some other, let me see if I can switch over to uh, this camera view here. Uh, some other... Uh, demos that I had put together. So this one here is the, the mail slot sensor, and uh, this one actually sends to Adafruit I.O. when the mail drops through there. And I also had a little audible feedback and some, some NeoPixels that light up. Uh, this one I just have a reset button for, for the next time you get your mail out and it's prepped for the, for the next day's mail to come in, or junk mail. Um, the uh, little stand I have here is a really nice 3D printable stand that the Ruiz brothers made that you can go and download the files for that and print it or have it printed uh, at a 3D printing service if you want. Uh, really nice convenient stand and it's got this terrific brick pattern and they've got a video also that shows in a step-by-step uh, -step, no I did in Fusion 360 of how to essentially apply a, a texture or a displacement map to a 3D model so that you can get an interesting texture where you want it. Uh, let's see, other 
demos. So I've done one with a door sensor and I decided to make a little kind of miniature uh, demo version of that. So this you can see, I've just got a little box, this little playing card box here. And right now these are lit up green. And when I open this up, they're going to change colors. It beeps. Uh, these are now red. And this just sent a text to my phone and an email as well. Uh, that is also, again, through Adafruit.io. So this is on my Wi-Fi. And it is able to um, send that info over Wi-Fi to Adafruit.io. And then I've tied in another service using If This Then That so that it can send me an email. Or if you've got the uh, Adafruit.io Plus subscription, and you've got a year of it here in the Adabox, then you can send emails directly from Adafruit.io, and you don't even have to go through, through another service, which is really cool. Um, another one, this is actually one that I have in progress. You can see my little uh, friend Toto here is in a basket. And the basket has a little handle made of NeoPixels, and there's a, uh, let, me, let me switch cameras real quick for you. Uh, there's an ultrasonic distance sensor, which I've hooked up using the extension jumpers at the front. And what you'll see is as we get closer, that handle is going to change colors. That just turned yellow, which, which lights up a lot because of the green screen. And then when we get even closer, it goes to red. and we get out of the way, it turns back off. So that's a little, uh, you know, maybe a warning. Don't let uh, Toto slash Lars get too close. And uh, again, you can hook up things through Adafruit.io if you want. This one right now isn't configured to, but you could have something that, again, messages you or changes a dashboard to let you know that, uh, uh-oh, Toto's gotten too close to uh, a living creature. That's dangerous. Uh, let's see, what else? Do I have any other demos set up here? I don't think I do. Um, what I want to do now is actually run back over to my workbench here in Kansas slash Los Angeles, uh, and I'm going to, let's come into the modern uh, era a little bit. There we go. Uh, and I'm going to show you some of these uh, learn guides that we've got. So I'm going to throw my glasses so I can see these. So this is the main Adafruit, uh, let, me, let me go back a page actually. This is the, the uh, Adabox 18 guide. And this has the video that you're watching right now embedded in it. And uh, the uh, links on the left side here will take you through the uh, contents of the unboxing like we just saw. So you can, you can scroll through here and look at all the good stuff that, that came in there. Uh, by the way, that, uh, I'm going to switch a camera for a second. That board right there on my little simulated wall is hung using our little acrylic backer that I showed. So it's, I've just got a single screw in there and I just fit the uh, hole on it and slide it down. Uh, and you can make that as tight as you need. Could you see that at all or was I in front of those? I think you could see it, okay. So that's just resting on a screw there, which is one way to mount that if you have a, a surface you're okay putting a screw into or a nail. Uh, the Next uh, links that we have in here, there's a page that Brent just wrote for us, which is all about the Adafruit IO Plus card. Some people have uh, questions about how to redeem it, particularly if you're already a subscriber and you want to add on that uh, Adafruit IO Plus to your account. You can, you can go through this guide and it'll tell you how to redeem that and set that up. And it talks, excuse me, it talks briefly about some of the advantages of 
the Adafruit IO Plus, including you get 60 data points per minute, 60 days of data storage. You can trigger every five seconds. You have unlimited number of feeds. Uh, so there's a lot of advantages with the Adafruit IO Plus. And then, of course, we always have the free Adafruit IO, and that works perfectly with the Funhouse as well. Um, then in our links here, we have the Adafruit Funhouse main guide that Melissa wrote, and this will tell you all about how you can get it set up, uh, how you can get your CircuitPython on there, your bootloader on there. One thing I wanted to do actually is a little quick demo because there's a lot of questions about this on uh, resetting this into bootloader mode so that you can drag on a different version of CircuitPython or a, another UF2 file, uh, yeah, another UF2 file that you have. And it is, like you're probably used to with other boards, it is the, the reset button, which is right here on the front but we're often used to double-clicking real fast. This one actually has a little bit of a rhythm to it, and what you can do is watch for the NeoPixels, or dot stars rather, to go purple, and then once they go purple, tap it a second time. So I'm gonna press, it goes purple, and then I tap, and then I tap in time, and you can see it goes to this little boot screen that you, you may be uh, familiar with from some of our other devices. I think this one shows up on the Pi Gamer and Pi Badge. Um, and different devices that had uh, MakeCode Arcade on them, I think usually showed up like this. So that then has some little instructions on there that tell you to go and drag on your, your UF2. Uh, we can press that reset again, and it'll go back to running whatever was on there. I happen to have the sort of default uh, file on there. So uh, that should help you get, get going if you want to put different firmware on there. And Melissa's guide has a lot of info on that, including if we had to... Uh, Let's see, is it this one, creating Funhouse projects with CircuitPython. This will go into even more detail about getting this set up and using some of the features that are built into it. Has a lot of nice built-ins so that you can access the uh, capacitive touch, the slider. Again, if I drop to this uh, down cam here, you can see I've got the temperature. If I put my finger over one of these two sensors, you're gonna see their temperature change. Humidity's changing a little bit from my finger. Uh, here, these crows, you'll see six, seven, and eight show up on the screen as I touch these crows, those are capacitive touch. And there's this capacitive touch slider here, and you can see that's going from 13, 12, 11, 10 as I uh, drag up. So you can use that as a multi-positional slider to do something like dimming some lights. Um, got the buttons along the side here, and this is, uh, this is gonna show you what, uh, which ones are pressed as you go through them. Uh, and then also the analog inputs for those JST connectors. So if you hooked up, say, a potentiometer or something through one of these side ports, then you'll see that uh, data showing up there. As well as if you cover up this little door here, you can see the, the light sensor value going down, and now it's back up to almost 1,000. Now it's down around 100. Uh, and if you plug the PIR sensor, you'll see that in there as well. Uh, so then if we head back to our guides, we've got uh, that Funhouse door alert that I mentioned before. I showed the little demo of, and there you can see in this uh, animation here what the very simple dashboard we set up looks like. So you can just see nice and big and clear when that door has been opened. Uh, here's a guide using Funhouse with Home Assistant. So if you're doing any kind of uh, Home Assistant projects and hooking other devices, other sensors, uh, light switches and things into your Home Assistant um, uh, existing system, then this will show you how you can communicate. You can add Funhouse into the fun. Uh, here's that mail slot detector that I uh, 
showed a small demo of before. Here it is in an actual mailbox. And again, this is something you can look right at the funhouse. It's got that display built right on there. And you can uh, just rely on the Adafruit I.O. connection instead and watch from the comfort of your laptop or wait for an email. Uh, let's see, we also have that 3D printed stand that I mentioned and the CAD files are there as well as some uh, helpful info about printing. This is a motion activated outlet. So Melissa created this one and this is using the, I believe the PIR sensor on this one and then a relay, a uh, AC uh, relay that can turn on something uh, beefy very safely like a fan. And uh, we have that water sensor, which is mostly an on-off water sensor, but Melissa found a way to get a few different levels out of it even. And so this can uh, be used in a case like this for diminishing water level in a uh, cat water bowl, or you can use it as a detector for something like a dripping radiator or a water heater, or in my case, my espresso machine, which sometimes uh, likes to do a little bit of leaking. So you can set, set up that little sensor uh, and, uh, and this will show you how. So let's see, I think that about covers our unboxing. Um, I want to again uh, wrap it up by thanking you all, thanking DigiKey, thanking everyone at Adafruit who made this possible, thanking everyone on the CircuitPython team. Uh, I mentioned this runs CircuitPython as well as Arduino, so you have a lot of options for how to code your funhouse. Uh, and let's see, before I go, I'll just check in in the chat and see, uh, see a lot of excited people who, who are... Um, Helen says, goths can be cute. I like the silk screen. Uh, a lot of people who've gotten them and are going to get started on their projects really soon. So that is tremendous. Uh, thank you all so much. And uh, I'm just going to click my heels and head on back uh, to Kansas. Hopefully, actually, it'll stop uh, looking so stormy out there. Hey, look, the weather has, uh, has settled down. Uh, Thank you all so much uh, for Adafruit Industries. My name's John Park. This has been the Adabox 18 Funhouse Unboxing. There is no place like home. Good night, everyone. <laughs>